stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Another story that uh, I think shows how unneighborly neighbors and overzealous bureaucrats can be a bad combination. Who remembers this story from uh, about a year ago where you had uh, one area in the the southwest all of a sudden out of nowhere overnight, like two dozen cars are ticketed because it's a cul-de-sac. And there are very strict rules about how you park in a cul-de-sac. You are supposed to park parallel, not bumper to curb. And not everybody knows that. Again, it almost sounds kind of like our last conversation. But rules are rules. And once somebody complains, the city needs to act. So again, who complained? And why not just go talk to your neighbors? Furthermore, from the city's perspective, why not try to sort it all out? Try to resolve this issue with the neighbors, point out to people what the rules are so that they know. So with that as the backdrop, when I saw this next story, it really frustrated me because it seemed this didn't need to happen. The woman questioned didn't appear to do anything wrong. And had the neighbor simply come and knocked on her door, the whole thing could have been resolved. So this involves a woman by the name of Misty Wind Shingus, who's a hairstylist, uh, just a terrific human being, runs something called CareCuts, carecuts.ca, uh, where they do charitable haircuts, free haircuts for those in need. Right? And it's such a, a basic, such a, an essential. And maybe that kind of gets overlooked when we think about ways of helping the poor. So she's filling that void. She's got an old school bus that's been renovated to be basically a mobile hair studio. So what happened a couple of weeks ago uh, and, and she can fill in some of the details here, but it was it was kept off the road on the property where she lives, out of everybody's way. The home was being renovated, so they parked it on the street while that was happening. Somebody in the neighborhood didn't like that. But again, instead of knocking on her door, they picked up the phone and tattled to bylaw. Well, parking authority shows up. Vehicle's gone. Over $900, by the way, was the price tag on the ticket. Well, there's a happy ending to this story, fortunately, but I want to find out more about it. Joining us on the line is the aforementioned Misty Wind Shingus. Misty, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, Rob. All right. Well, tell us, first of all, we'll get into the, obviously, what, what you've just gone through, but tell us a bit more about care cuts, as you call it. You've been doing this for a couple of years now. Yes. Um, care cuts was something that sort of derived from me helping friends at a Christmas um feeding those in need event up at the Boyle Street Mission in Edmonton. And uh, although I wanted to join and help out, I wanted to sort of give my own flair to it. And I asked my friend if he thought that it would be okay if I brought my scissors and uh, offered some haircuts. And it turned out to be um, super popular. And I did 31 haircuts in one day. And it was uh, amazing for me. So I decided that I wanted to do um, a similar thing down here in Calgary. Well, it's interesting because it's one aspect of, of charity that maybe we don't think of yet. It's something everybody does. Uh, and, you know, certainly for those in need, it's something uh, that they need as well. And it can be, uh, you know, it can be difficult for them to afford. So this seems like you're filling an important void here. Absolutely. And not only the void of, of having this be sort of a necessity of life, but also um, just the fact that you're getting a personal care and human interaction including touch 
with somebody. A lot of times these people don't really have that very often. People either avoid them or, or you know, ignore them. And so to have their head washed and their hair um dried and styled and cut and like getting a hug afterwards a lot of times it's it's that personal touch that they haven't had for a very long time all right so obviously it'd be difficult to to get all of these people to come find you so to make this more accessible you bought uh what i guess was an old school bus right to to renovate into kind of a, a mobile hair studio yeah, well, I bought the old school bus last year, and previous to that, uh, two years ago, I had bought an old camper van, and um, the camper van, I did do the uh, renovations to and made it into a little hair studio on the inside with just one styling station on the inside, um, and I'm looking forward to having growth with care cuts and lots more volunteers and being able to serve lots more people, so this is why I bought the bus, which will have four stations, including a shampoo sink. So you're able to keep the bus at home, right? Uh, I currently keep the bus at home beside, uh, I for the past year I've kept it beside my house in like an RV parking space on my actual property. And uh, just the last month, my landlord said that uh, he was redoing the siding and the roofing of the house and the bus had to be moved. So I moved it to in front of my house temporarily until it could get to uh, tow to the shop to have everything done to it. Okay, so how long was it in front of the home then? Uh, it was in the front of the home for about three weeks while the work was being done um, on the house. And then after the work finished on the house, I arranged to have it moved, and that was to take about a week. All right, so um, this was, I guess, now a couple of weeks ago. You find out one day that, and I think you were on vacation when this happened, if I'm not mistaken, but you, you, realize, you find out that the bus uh, is gone. It's been towed. Yeah, the funny thing was that I wasn't even notified that it was towed by my brother because he assumed that my friends had towed it to be taken to the shop, which is what I told him before I left for vacation. So on my way back from vacation, my mom um, shot me a text while I was on layover in Toronto with a letter from the Calgary Parking Authority saying that the bus had actually been seized instead of towed to a shop and uh, deemed worthless and was um, on the chopping block to be uh, destroyed. (laughs) Wow. And on top of all of that, uh, you were stuck with a bill for like almost $1,000, right? Yeah, 979 or something altogether. Wow. So that must have been quite a blow. Incredibly devastating. Um, We had been doing all the work mechanically on the bus for the past year. Uh, Myself with a couple of friends included my brother and my mechanic, Cody. Um, We dropped two different engines in it and rebuilt a, a 1980s Corvette engine, a 350 Chevy engine and it's like cherry apple red it's got a brand new edelbrock carburetor so when they said that it was deemed worthless my mind was just cha-ching 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 all of the different things that we had put in not just monetarily but our 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 time heart and soul into now this all happened i guess because somebody complained and you know and i know part of this story is and, and we hear these all the time these disputes between neighbors that could maybe easily be resolved with some conversation did you ever find out who who complained uh and you wish that they had just come and talked to you i have not found out who complained but i i understand where they're coming from and 
it definitely could have been resolved had they knocked on my door and asked, hey, are you planning on leaving that bus there forever? It's ugly. I don't like it. And I would have responded, actually, I have plans. It's already being towed this week. Don't worry. Right. Would have been pretty simple. Very. (laughs) Uh, So at some point, though, it sounds like the Calgary Parking Authority had kind of a a change of heart, as it were, uh, on on the situation. So so what ended up happening? Uh, Well, after I um, spoke to a couple of news outlets and put a sign on my front yard sort of saying, you know, I wish the neighbor would have came and talked to us, uh, the Calgary Parking Authority got a hold of me. Um, while I was at work and said, you know, like in light of what you guys are using the bus for, we're willing to drop all, like waive all fees and tow it back at our expense, which to tell you the truth, it's expensive to tow that bus. I know because I've had to tow it once at a $475 price tag. Yeah, it's not cheap. So um, they returned the bus and they they waived the the ticket or they, they paid it on your behalf or what did they do? Uh, waived all impound fees, and I believe it would have been them who would have had to pay citywide for the towing away as well as the towing back. So kind of a happy ending, but quite an ordeal for you. (laughs) Super happy ending. I was absolutely blown away that they were that gracious to actually, you know, sort of write a little bit of a wrong because we're not 100% sure that we got the 72-hour warning for 72 hours like is um, procedure. But regardless, we're super happy to have it back and very excited to get the work finished and be ready for Christmas. All right. Well, congrats on everything you're doing with this. It's uh, carecuts.ca is the website, correct? Yes, carecuts.ca to stay up on everything we're doing. All right. Well, I'm glad this worked out in the end. All the best to you, Misty, and thanks so much for making some time for us here. Thank you so much, Rob. Much appreciated. Okay, there you go. Misty Wynn-Shingush uh, with Care Cuts. So this is down in the Deer Ridge where she lives. So she actually put a, a banner on her porch uh, that read, quote, to the neighbor who called parking authority on my bus, go to carecuts.ca. This bus was nearing the mechanical end of work, needed to create another mobile hair studio to give free haircuts to those in need who are on the streets of Calgary. AAA Towing was coming for it this week to finish it in time for the Christmas Carecuts event. Now many people may not get free haircuts. And all the winter clothes donated to us unless we can somehow um, somehow pay the fine, the nearly $1,000 fine you've incurred us. Next time, please ring our doorbell. Instead, we're pretty nice people. Well, having talked to her, I, I think I can vouch for that. 974-8255. A uh, lot going on today. Uh, this is happening now in the House of Commons. The apology to LGBTQ public servants who were caught up in the gay purge of the 60s. Pretty historic event today. We will have more details on that. Some interesting statistics out today regarding hate crimes getting worse in some respects, which is uh, disconcerting. But, um, you know, all the focus on Islamophobia these days, hate crimes against Muslims actually down in 2016. So at least that's an encouraging trend. So more on that. Uh, Also, this story involving the Washington Post. Holy cow. You want to talk about the importance of journalism? Well, this certainly underscores that. We'll tell you more about that as well. We're back after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.